this is the podcast that's going to be the definitive podcast to help you with your food plan. All right. It's going to be critical to get this down. I want you to get a piece of paper. I want you to get a pen. Get ready to stop the recording periodically to jot down some ideas. All right. If you think you're going to wing your diet throughout the week and just make healthy choices, you're going to have shit, none success, garbage. You will not have success. You can't wing something like this. Preparation is the massive key to any kind of success with a food plan. All right. So a person with a structure in place is going to have a lot easier time than somebody who's just trying to make good choices. There is a quote by Vince Lombardi. The will to win is not nearly so important as the will to prepare to win. The guy who says he has a will to follow a food plan. All right. Unless he writes it out. He's not following jack shit. I promise you that three days in when he loses motivation or he gets tempted by something, he's going to break down. You know it. I know it. Okay. So you need to get this down at all costs. You guys ready? Here we go. Step number one, you're going to pre-select your routine for the week before the week even starts. Write this down. I want you to have two set breakfasts, three lunch options, three dinner options, and three snack options. All right. Research shows that the average person, whether they eat shitty or healthy, eats about 15 different foods on a regular basis. Okay. So we're talking about people who eat poorly mac and cheese, burgers, pasta, shit like that. And the people who eat organically and all the healthy stuff. All right. Bottom line is we eat about 15 different foods. If you can nail down those 15 different foods and make some healthy choices that taste good and you put it into this structure, you're gold, you're solid. So again, two set breakfasts, three really good lunch options, three really good dinner options, and three snack options. I'm going to tell you straight up, I've got one breakfast option only, just one. It's the same thing every morning. It's easy to make. It takes about 10 minutes to make it. I don't have time to think about it. I don't have time to make it. All right, so it's four eggs. It's four slices of turkey bacon, and it's a coffee and a water. That's it, and it tastes fucking amazing, and I do it every day. There's sometimes on a Saturday, we're going to get into this in another podcast where you have your refuel, your cheat. And if my wife wants to make me eggs Benedict, or if I want to have pancakes, I'm going to do it. It's the only time that odd cheat meal every Saturday. But for the most part, Sunday through Saturday, I have the same breakfast every day. The reason why I say have two breakfasts is it gives you some variety. So that might be, for example, for me, it might be a smoothie. It might be as simple as oatmeal with some protein powder in it. All right, it might be steak and eggs. But I just don't have the time or the energy to focus on that. I just want to get on with my day and eat something nice. All right, that's the first thing. Number two, three set lunch options. Usually what happens is you're busy at work. Your mind's not really even on food for the most part. That's why, that's why so many people skip lunch. And, you know, they fantasize about food at three o'clock and then just pick out on whatever in the evening. All right. What I want you to do is come up with a template, a rotation of three different lunch options. So that could be something as simple as uh, grilled chicken on a salad. It could be something as simple as that. It could be something like a lean flank steak in a pita wrap with a whole bunch of veggies in it. That could work. It could be a small piece of salmon with a cup of rice beside it. That could work. 
All right. It doesn't have to be complicated, but what matters is you've got something healthy times three different options. All right. Truthfully, once again, I've got one option, just one. It's a smoothie bowl. I've got my scoop of protein powder in it. I've got my pineapple, my banana, and my mango mixed up with some ice. It gets blended up. It's giant. We put some almonds on it, a little bit of chia seeds, a little bit of coconut shavings on it. It tastes delicious. I have it every day. It fills me up like crazy because I put ice in it, like two cups of ice in it. So the bowl is massive. It tastes amazing. It's like a dessert. I get my protein in there. I get some good solid vitamin C, some good solid fiber and fruits. Um, it's wicked. It's one. It's just one meal. All right. Again, you want some more options? Go with the options I recommended or DM me, contact me and say, Tom, what do you think? What do you think of these three different lunch options? I'll steer you in the right direction, give you portions as well. All right, dinner. Dinner's the time where your mind starts thinking about crazy shit like pizza and pasta and ribs and all the stupid th things you can imagine. All right, the bottom line is you should have three or four dinner options. I put down three. Okay, and you can kind of mix and match to create four, five, six different options. So here's my deal, because I do have a little bit of variety here. I either have chicken, steak, or pork as my three go-to protein sources. All right, that chicken could be chicken souvlaki, it could be pulled chicken, it could be baked chicken, it could be chicken parmesan. I've got like a million different ways to make chicken. The steak could be a flank steak, it could be a, uh, a ribeye, it could be a strip loin, could be on the barbecue, it might be fried. I mean, I mix it up. And the pork is usually pork souvlaki, it could be a pork tenderloin, I like to choose uh, lean cuts of pork. But guaranteed, one of those three things are on the plate. Do I have fish? Yeah, sometimes we go with fish too. I mean, I'm in Costa Rica, it's a seafood delight here. So that's sometimes an option, but I usually stick with chicken, steak, or pork. I usually have a side with it, and the side is one of the three. Again, I'm in Costa Rica. Rice and beans, that's a staple here. All right, so I'll either have rice and not in any big quantity. All right, I'll either have that or I'll have baked yams or I'll have beans or I'll have rice and beans as one of the options. And then as the side to that, I'll either have a coleslaw or a salad. Now, don't get me wrong, within that, there's some mixes. So I could do something like instead of the rice, I'll have a, a, a corn tortilla and I stack it in with chicken and I put a whole bunch of veggies in there and that works too. All right. So within the idea of three dinner options, you can mix and match and create like eight or nine different options. But the bottom line is it's written out. It's on the fridge. We have a template. We have a plan. It's pre-planned and we shop from that list. As far as the three uh, snack options are concerned, let me tell you something. I eat three meals. If you want to go with a snack option and go with the whole um, diabetic type diet where you're eating every three to five hours and you feel that after 12 o'clock, between 12 and 6, there's a huge gap and you're not emotionally tough enough to hang in and make good choices, then at 3 o'clock, have a snack. All right. For me, that would be something like this. I would go with a uh, Greek yogurt. I would go with a piece of meat. I know that seems barbaric. It works for me. I would go for something like almonds. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having a fruit in as one of those options, particularly if you have a lot of protein in your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner. All right, it's no big deal to have an, an apple because that definitely does fill you up. 
Okay, but the bottom line is you take my list of foods that I listed, it's about 15 different foods. Most importantly in this how-to is your pre-selecting routine for the week. That's step number one. Okay, now you're supposed to stop this tape, uh, this recording, and write down some ideas here. All right, let's resume. Number two, you're going to make your shopping list of groceries before the week begins. You're going to have a set grocery list. You're going to walk in and you're not going to budge from it. All right. I usually do this after a refuel meal or a refuel day. So Saturday, I pig out on whatever the fuck I want. And then um, come Saturday night, I'm sick and tired of food. On Sunday, I don't even want to eat. All right. So that's the time you go shopping so you don't get these stupid cravings. All right. Your list is pre-made. And you have your food category set up. You've got your meats, your veggies, your dairies and grains. So you're more efficient with your time. All right. Zero temptations. You start going through the aisles. Now understand the outside aisles are the ones with the perishable healthy foods. The inner aisles, those are the temptation aisles. For the most part, you want to stay away. Okay. Anything that's packaged, it's probably bad news. And then obviously, as you know, you go to the cash register and you take a look at what's on the side. That's where all the shit is. And they're just taunting you and teasing you with Snickers bars and candies and shit like that. All right. So the bottom line is, is it's those outside aisles that you want to eat from. All right. So you plan out your meals Sunday night. You go shopping on Sunday. All right. What does the plan look like? So my template has the following five criteria. Number one, this uh, food plan fits my macro and my micronutrient needs. So what does that mean? If I need 1800 calories for the day, which is what I like to stick with, then what ends up happening is my meal plan is based on those 1800 calories. I calculate it. I don't leave anything to chance. It's science for me. Now understand my total, my calorie total is 2340, something like that. And that's usually made up on Wednesday. I have a bit of a surplus and on Saturday I have a big surplus. All right. So a little bit of uh, carb cycling there, but for the most part, on the other days, it's 1,800 calories. And I also like to meet my micronutrient needs. So what that comes down to is getting the healthiest choices in 80% of my choices. 80% of what I eat is very healthy. 20%, there's a little bit of leeway. So what is that 20%? It's stuff like the turkey bacon. All right, I, I leave that as my 20%. Um, as for everything else, it's pretty rock solid. It's pretty healthy. All right, part number two is it's got to taste good. It's got to taste great, all right? Everything I eat, I love my food, all right? I'm a foodie at heart. I eat food as fuel, but I want to make sure that fuel tastes fucking good, all right? Third thing is it's got to be easy to prepare. I don't have an hour in the kitchen. I'll tell you right now, I've got the best wife in the world. She makes most of the meals and the biggest percentage. I barbecue, and I help out around the kitchen chopping things up. But for the most part, she does the planning. She does the preparation. And out of respect to her, I'm going to keep it nice and simple, and she's going to keep it nice and simple. I'll make the coleslaw. I'll cook up the meat, and she'll make the rice or, or whatever other dish we're making. But it's got to be easy to prepare. Okay, if this is a marathon Gordon Ramsay session, uh, keep that for Saturday. All right, have your date as a food date and do something on Saturday. All right, the other thing is the food's got to be easy to store and readily available. So when I pull out the ingredients from the fridge, it's ready to go. Now, something like uh, meat, for example, a steak, it's usually frozen in the freezer. I'll take it out the night before and make sure it's ready for uh, the following night. Because if not, guess what? 
that meat's frozen. You're probably not going to thaw it out. You might end up ordering pizza and that just fucks everything up. So it's got to be easy to store. It's got to be readily available. You take out your meat the night before for the next day. And then finally, your food's got to be filling. The moment you have something like a replacement shake or a bar as a meal, as much as it's going to taste good, you're going to be hungry an hour later. Don't fool yourself. So your meal should be filling with voluminous food. Okay, some good high-density food. When I eat my eggs in the morning, I'm full afterwards. When I have my smoothie bowl with the two glasses of, of ice in there and the, the um, quantity of mango I've got in there and the protein scoop, I am fucking stuffed. All right, I don't think about food until 6 o'clock. And it's the same with our dinner. All right, it's nutrient-dense, and you just go to bed full. It's a nice feeling. All right, here's a grocery list I made when I wrote this book. Obviously, it's changed since I moved to Costa Rica, but I'm going to give you the rundown of some of the things I buy. It'll give you a chance to maybe write down the same things, unless you're allergic to certain things, you disagree with certain foods, or you're just not into certain foods. I put down oatmeal down and protein powder because I remember before it was a really, really quick thing when I couldn't uh, get out of the house um, I had to get out of the house quickly. I just mixed the protein powder and the oatmeal, and that seemed to work. And I'm talking about the instant oatmeal, all right, not the slow-cooked stuff. Um, but I definitely did put oatmeal down, and I like oatmeal on Saturdays occasionally as a little bit of a treat. Uh, I don't eat oatmeal right now, but I do have the protein powder. Uh, coffee, even though there's people who say coffee's amazing, some people say it's bullshit, I like my coffee, all right? And I buy 2% milk to put in my coffee. And I make no bones about it. And I'll have two to three cups a day. That's what I do. That's my pre-workout. All right. Turkey bacon or pea meal bacon. I'll have four slices a day. So I buy enough for a couple weeks. So I don't have to keep going to the grocery store every week for turkey bacon. We put down sliced cheese or mozzarella cheese. Sometimes we shred some cheese on the chicken. We account for that calorie-wise just to have more of like a Parmesani type chicken. All right. Because chicken can get sometimes boring. I get lean ham sometimes as a choice in the morning. We get a shitload of eggs. All right, we're talking about like um, 60 eggs at a time for a day, every single day. Now, do the research on eggs. You're going to find out with all this cholesterol stuff that if you go to Google uh, Scholar and you type in egg yolks and benefits, it is such a nutrient-dense food. Highly recommend it. All right, how much you decide to take is going to be totally up to you. So I'm going to put that disclaimer on there. I eat four a day. I don't have a problem with it. I feel fucking amazing. Now, if you see the research and it says that you're okay to do that and you feel comfortable with that, great. If you want to go with egg whites, that's your business. All right, but uh, I'm big on eggs. I eat eggs. I've seen the research on both ends. You got to make your own decision. Chicken breasts, it's a staple. All right, we order a shitload of chicken breasts. We also get a, a shitload of chicken thighs because it tastes way better than chicken breasts, to be honest with you. Uh, so we buy both. And here, chicken thighs are cheaper than breasts. Back home in Canada, it seems like the thighs are more expensive than a breast. Uh, pork tenderloin, we buy this huge slab. We chop it up to our desires, and we usually make uh, pork souvlaki out of it. Uh, steak, same thing. So it's either a ribeye or a New York strip, or it's a flank, and the flank is chopped up and put into a wrap or into some kind of maybe stir-fry, that kind of stuff. Um, I put down bagged salad in my book. I did that when I was just like, I needed something super quick. 
All right, here we don't bother with it. You don't normally see bagged salads in Costa Rica, but it's definitely a good option with a light dressing or maybe half the dressing. Sweet potatoes taste really good. Um, we definitely have that. Cut the potato in half and we, we bake it. Uh, we don't have a microwave. In the past, what we do is we put it in the microwave, heat it up, spread some cinnamon on it. And boy, did it ever taste wicked. All right, as far as potatoes, we roast potatoes sometimes. We don't often eat potatoes, but it's on the menu here. Lettuce, tomatoes, onions, cucumbers, they are items for a salad. Uh, we do get into salads once a week, but for the most part, it's usually coleslaw. For whatever reason, coleslaw is just, it's tastier. We make a wicked coleslaw, but salads are good too. Uh, apples, we don't buy apples anymore. I used to love apples. It was kind of like an apple a day. Here in Costa Rica, it's an import, so it costs a lot of money. If you're into apples, super nutritious. It takes a while to eat um, if you don't cut it up. If you cut it up, it seems like it tastes shorter and you're craving more apples. But if you eat the whole thing, except for the core, it just works better. I put down barbecue sauce. I love barbecue sauce. You know, like a Jack Daniels, Tennessee kind of whiskey sauce is really cool. There's some other brands that are really good. Just uh, season up the meat a little bit. And I account for that in my fitness pal. Uh, but it definitely spices up the, uh, spices up the chicken. Uh, green beans, broccoli. I had that down. We don't eat much of that here. Get your greens. Uh, Brussels sprouts. We do get Brussels sprouts once in a while. And we... Uh, we fry them up and they taste delicious. Cottage cheese, great snack. I don't eat it now, but uh, you know, midday, especially with some protein cookies and cream protein powder, holy shit, does it ever taste good. Uh, Greek yogurt, whether it's plain or with fruit, I don't try to buy the low fat stuff or the no fat stuff. I buy the stuff that has a decent amount of fat, not the high fat stuff, that's just too rich. But Greek yogurt is really nice. So there's my grocery list. You might have something where you just ding me and say, hey, Tom, what do you think of this? Do it. Ask me questions. No big deal. I'm not going to charge you for that. All right. We can at least have a dialogue and it'll help you get in the right direction. All right. But again, I do this grocery shopping after Saturday. And once I get home, I load it up into the fridge. Sunday night, I'll take out the food for the next day. Or sometimes when there's a shit storm on Mondays for most people, what I do is we'll make enough food on Sunday so we can just have leftovers on Monday. Just a really good transition. It makes sense. Okay, so uh, back to Vince Lombardi's quote. It's the will to prepare that has made a huge difference when, you know, the following day I'm rushed for time and I reach into uh, my fridge to make lunch only to smile that lunch is already ready to go. All right, so that's the game plan there, guys. It comes down to building a template and not on the computer, okay? You do it on the computer, you print it out, and you put it on your fucking fridge, all right? And you make your list, hard copy, and you bring it to the grocery store. And you don't get, you don't succumb to temptations. Now, you might say, but Tom, I love my food. Well, so do I, all right? But every successful athlete has a routine that they don't break from. They stay lean. The best athletes do anyway. And that's why they're the best athletes because they have something called discipline. Get some fucking discipline in your life, man. It's going to make a huge difference. And if you're focused on food and your whole life is about, about food, you got to change that, man. You got to find some other ventures in your life that are exciting. All right. Because if food is all you've got, yeah, it's an easy, it's an easy high. Trust me. I know. But if you're focused on food, you got bigger problems than you think. All right, get a life, like literally get a life and get some other interests outside of food. Now, having said that, like I said, 
the foods you select, you want to make sure you enjoy them. And on Wednesday night, I have a surplus. It'll be something fun, and I enjoy it. Barbecued ribs, maybe a little bit of pasta, whatever. I'll, maybe even it's a scoop of ice cream. I'll have it on a Wednesday night occasionally. Saturday, it's a fucking free-for-all. Okay, we're talking about ice cream, Sour Patch Kids, caramel popcorn. Again, I have those excess calories. I get it out of my system. Yeah, I'm a foodie. I focus on food, but it's within the calories. Then guess what? Sunday, lockdown. It's athlete mode. Every Saturday is my birthday, and every Sunday through Friday, it's business. I want a kick-ass, rock-solid body. I want to perform like a champion. I want my wife to look at me and say, you know what? My guy is a stud. I want to feel respected amongst my peers and the people I work with because I'm a man of discipline. You take a person, any person, who does an equal ability job, one's fit and one's fat, I'll take the fit person anytime. Why? Because number one, they present themselves better and they have more discipline. I want the person who's disciplined versus the person who makes emotional decisions with their food. If you make emotional decisions with your food in any business dealings, guess what's going to happen? You might make irrational decisions. Why? Because you can't even take care of your own fucking health. All right. That's what I'm talking about here. All right. Discipline, discipline, discipline. Focus on food when you're eating. Focus on food when you're making your plan and buy the necessary stuff that tastes great, that's healthy. I'm not going to go on and on about this, but stop focusing on food to give you some kind of short-term gratification because in the end, you're going to feel like shit looking fat and grabbing your stomach and going, holy fuck, I can't even see my fucking dick. Nothing worse than that. Okay, next day, next podcast, we're going to talk about breakfasts and lunches and dinners and some more options and some science behind that. But for the most part, this was about setting up a template. Got it? All right, get to work with getting your list in order for grocery shopping. Get your groceries, make your template. And if you have any guts, send me your template. Let me take a look at it. I'll break it down. I'll tell you if it's shit or not. And we can go from there. If you were given an arena to completely transform your body, your focus, your finances, and your family, would you take me up on it? Join the league, leagueofelite.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Subscribe, share with your friends, and be sure to check out the Ultimate Men's Playbook available now at amazon.com.